It's a Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, season three, episode three, reactions. All right, good morning, good afternoon. Everyone's got to be in school at this point, right? Everyone's got to be in school. I think so. so we, had think, someone, we had someone last time be like, yeah, oh, we like, don't start till Friday. But I yeah, think so, everybody is now in school. So good morning, good afternoon. Happy plan time. Happy mental break during lunch in your room time. Uh, I am Mike, principal extraordinaire out of Lansing, Illinois. And this is Josh Buckley, a Title I specialist from Mesa, Arizona. And we want to welcome you to the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, where we're taking the ideas of passion, unity, DIY, grabbing your crew, building that scene, taking all that magic uh, from what Mike and I experienced in the punk rock scene is uh, and sprinkling it throughout our schools and our classrooms. Yeah, you don't need to be that kid who went to Warp Tour, spent all the money you earned or maybe mom gave you on merch and then it's 100 degrees out and you're dying with thirst. So you're just slamming the free YouTube shot cups uh, of, of YooHoo, YouTube, uh, that chocolate milk stuff. Uh, we did that one summer. It was, it was not very pleasant. It wasn't very hydrating, but that's all we could get our hands on. So, yeah, you don't have to do that. You can be, no, you, you, can be, you were all punks here. We're all punks yeah, here. Punk we're all not. punks here. <laughs> all right. So, on the episode today, uh, this is episode, this is season three, episode three. <laughs> Uh, and we are talking today about something that I think has been that, that we've all been feeling, uh, as educators and probably just as humanity, just as humans right now, um, that we're, we're noticing, I'm noticing myself, I'm noticing in the adults in my building and the kids in my building that we're all jumping to like, we go from zero to 60 real quick. Yeah. And that we all are kind of feeling anything that happens is a is we're taking it we're taking it real personal and we're taking it real we're taking everything really hard. Um and I I think Mike we we talked about it a little before we we hit record this idea of like right we're still dealing with covid but it feels like we don't want to talk about we're dealing with covid right even if you've like, got masks on in your building we're kind of like eh, we're kind of back and and even you know and on in my district masks are optional so about 50 percent of our kids on my campus are wearing them uh, staff i'd say maybe yeah, about 50 50 staff are wearing them i wear it when i go into classrooms and in the cafeteria um but i think we all have this going on and, and it's adding this big giant weight to us. It's kind of pushing us down after what is almost now, when you think about it, we're almost at two years of dealing right. with this, right? We're getting really close. Marginally two years. Yeah. Two, two years of dealing with this, you know, over, you know, definitely this, we've gone through an entire school year We've and a, almost two quarters, right? So we've almost gone through a full a year and a half as educators dealing with this. And I think it's just building up and I feel that that we're we're taking anything that happens in our classrooms and in our buildings, we're taking it to heart maybe way too much, right? More so than we should, more, more so than we ever would have yeah, before. I, I think that's right. And so I kind of want to talk a little bit about um, maybe 
we talk a lot about the idea of reflection. We talk a lot about the idea of like taking a second and sort of looking back on, on what's going on. And, and I think like as educators, we have to understand that the behaviors in your classroom aren't, aren't because they aren't necessarily an affront to you as a person, right? Right. If, if your kid, if students aren't doing their homework or if students aren't, if students are making age appropriate bad decisions, right? That's age appropriate, bad decisions. Kids do that right. stuff. They're kids. And it's not because, you know, they, they hate you. It's not necessarily because um, they're trying to hurt your feelings, but it feels like educators right now, at least what I'm noticing people I'm hearing talking, people I see on, on, on the internet. And just what I'm noticing is, is we're taking those things real personally. I think the same thing's happening with our adults too. Every other oh, yeah. adult that does something, it feels like everybody's going, Oh, well, we, this is, why would you do this to me? Right. Why right. is this? Why are you doing this to me? Uh, as opposed to like, no, this is just something we have to do. It's, it's not because of you and I, or, or, or that. And I feel, you know, how do we deal with that as educators? You know, how do we sort of balance one, our feelings are real feelings, right? You can feel upset about all the things that are going on, but how do we, how do we react to those things around us? I think is the real key to all of this. You know, it's, it's difficult. Um, I've, I've been saying this school year, like I didn't think how, I, you know, I was very open and honest how last school year affected me and I wasn't myself and I didn't feel effective. And I was like, there's no way, there's no way this year can't be worse than that because we're all back together, you know? And, but the thing is like, it's worse than last year, I think. And it's, I think we need to have, like these open, difficult conversations with each other, because like you said, there's just this, no one wants to talk about COVID anymore, yet we're still dealing with it. There doesn't look like there's any true end in sight, like anytime soon, you know, yeah. I, I've been hearing things. I was in a CPI training all last week and somebody said the, they, they saw an article that we'll be wearing masks till 2023, you know, at, at the rate, everything is going. And you know, that's one thing because I, I mean, I don't think there's anyone who's like, oh, this isn't that bad. We can live like this. I think everyone wants this to just be done. Right. right? Like, right. like, you know, um, it's so I think, you know, and it's interesting because I think the problem right now, and I, when I saw Ruby Payne at the national principals conference <clears throat> in the summer, um, before Chicago went back to their mask mandate, she said, you know, and I know there's a lot of people, you, you've got your two sides of what people think of Ruby Payne, but she's a very, you know, intelligent individual. And she was saying how, you know, this situation is traumatic and we're all being affected by it. And right. she said, like, this, this is the time. She said, you're going to see your educators who have always had it together. The ones who just are, have everything planned out and their classroom runs flawlessly and they're always on their A game. You know, it seems like, you know, nothing gets to them 
Like they can handle anything thrown at them. So you're going to start seeing them a whole different individual you've never seen. And I'm not going to lie. I've seen that in, in some parents. I've seen that in some staff. And, um, you know, I think I've taken things personal because in my role, you know, it's like every parent who's come to us has gone from zero to 60. Like every situation is solely just, you know, their kid and they're, they're blown up. I mean, I think the first 18 days of school, we had a parent screaming, not just mad, screaming at myself, my sister principal, the office staff, the, every day, the first 18 days of school. And I mean, and then I'm just supposed to c- come home and be with my kids and Hey, everything's hunky dory and let's right, do this. Right. And, no, like it's, you know, it's very exhausting and tolling on a person. Um, but yeah, I think it's like, we have to talk with each other and put it out there and be open and honest. Yeah. That it's, it's to, to try to help shift not only our mindset, but, but others. Um, I don't know though. I mean, it's, it's difficult because for sure. And I think, I think you're right. I think it comes down to just, just being honest about where we're at and going, I'm not going to have it all together right now. Right. Right. I just, I just can't, but I think we also have to kind of reflect on how are we treating other people when we're feeling like this? How are we allowing others actions to affect us when, when we're, when we're in this, um, like, like you said, that veteran teacher who's had it together, that teacher, you know, who, who just, they crush it every year in the classroom. They might be having a rough year this year. And as the leader on this campus, you have to recognize that when you're doing your evaluations, when you're sitting down to talk with that educator, when you're coming into classrooms, we have to have that in the back of your mind, that, that the, what, what's going on is is sort of this manifestation of what we're all dealing with so when you know a teacher on our campus might get extra short with you or with their colleague or a student might make some decisions that they normally wouldn't make or maybe you're noticing man i've got kids this year they're just not doing this like they're this is just and why why is this happening why you know like I think we, we have a tendency to sort of either take it, take it too much to heart. Right. right? Like it's our fault or we're not doing something. We're not effective. Like- right. And, and that I'm not saying that, that there aren't instances where we can, we can be better at our role and we right. can do things better. Right. Um, but I think that we just have to kind of go, okay, what's everybody bringing to this situation? Right. Right. When a student gets upset in your classroom, what are they bringing into the situation? Why are they doing that? When you react to someone, what are you bringing with you, right? We always talk about what our kids are bringing with them, right? What's in their backpack when they come to school, right? But we have to realize that we have a whole bunch of stuff that we're bringing with us this year. And how are we reacting to those things around us, right? And that's where, and that's where that reflection piece comes in, right? Like, how am I look back at your day and go, Hey, how did I react when kids didn't, you know, give me their attention right away? How did I react when kids didn't line up for recess 
right away or the way I wanted them to. How do I react when my colleague, you know, asked if they could, you know, if, if I, they could borrow some paper from me or how did I react when something went, and this always happens. This is just what ha- things you can't find them in your classroom, right? You, it was a, it was a ream of paper or it was something you copied off or it was whatever it was. How right. did you react when you couldn't find that? Did you blame your neighbor? Did you like, these are the things that, that, that we go through. Like, how do we, how we react is the only thing that we can really control right now. Yeah, it's true. The, it's it's, the, right. It's, it's, it's it's the one thing that we've got in our quiver is how I'm going to react when something happens in my classroom, in my building, when a parent comes in, right? How am I going to react to that is the one thing that I can do. Yeah. And I think, you know, I will say, and I can only speak for obviously my, my campus, but I've been getting into the classrooms a lot more again. Um, it's, you know, I, I've been dealing with so much extra stuff on my plate, um, you know, COVID wise, obviously, and all, all these other things. But so I've been getting back in the classrooms, you know, which I find, you know, brings me, you know, joy, reminds me of my why and all that. And these teachers, you wouldn't think that they're stressed or they're overwhelmed. I mean, they are doing an awesome job when the kids are in front of them, you know, classes flowing and they got their enthusiasm and their passion. And, and I've been telling them that, like, and I've, you know, I said that, you know, I always leave my little Hansel and Gretel notes um, behind and just, I've put on there, like, I know you're having a hard time this year. Like you shared it with me, whatever, I go, but your kids would never know. And that's, you know, I'm not saying we need to hide everything from them because there's times, you know, I think kids, regardless what age they are, we need to let them know, like, Hey, look, I'm having a hard time with this situation too, guys. Um, You know, we're all human, but they're not letting it impact their work. Or the way that they, the way they interact with kids, right? Right. That's the thing. And and I've noticed too, and maybe it's because of COVID, but we have less people that will eat together in the teacher workroom for lunch. Now, like I said, I don't know, is it COVID? I, I mean, I, most of our staff is vaccinated, I believe. And, uh, so I don't think they'd be too worried about that, but I think many of us are using like, okay, I've got 35 minutes. I'm going to eat by myself in my room and just decompress decompress. Right? And it, and it's so true. And we were, you know, like, like I was just saying, it's, I've had to find my ways because this year, you know, we've been talking how exhausted we are. It's just this different feeling of just, it feels like you're, you're always going so, you know, when I leave work, I come home and I've got, we've got softball and swim and soccer and okay, we got the dog. It's just, there's never any downtime and uh, it's going to wear, wear an individual down too. So, I mean, you see all the memes, everyone's like, oh, fine, it's time for self-care, you know, do self-care. But it's, and I know like people get annoyed by it. They're like, oh, don't tell me to do self-care, but we need to find those things to just kind of release you know what i mean like you run yeah yeah i think i think it comes down to like like i said like we 
I feel like the movie Spinal Tap, like the amp goes to 11. <laughs> I feel like everybody's going to, a. I think we're yes. all, we're, we're, we're going to 11, right? We're like, oh, no, this one goes to 11. Boom. And we're hitting right. it. And we're, and that's our, that's how we're reacting to things. Things that may not have really um, bothered us that much before. I think we're all like quickly moving to a place where we're, we're easily sort of, just irritated Angered by and, it, yeah. or irritated by it or whatever it is. And I, I think for me, the one thing that I'm, that I'm trying to do is just go like, okay, why did, why did I do that? Right. Right. Well, you know, and, and I, this, this, I had a meeting, we had a principal's meeting a couple weeks ago and uh, I went in there with a bad, bad attitude because something had already happened in my building before I went there and put me in a bad mood. And I, I wasn't practicing my PMA and, you know, I was letting it get to me. And then we were having the meeting and um, our curriculum director, who uh, I actually grew up with the guy, we were on the same little league team. And, you know, he was the principal, one of the neighbor at the, one of the other elementary buildings. Um, I kind of threw out, I, I started to just kind of unload on him. Like I, like the staff and parents have done to me. And I'm like, well, I think we need to change this. And then I just kind of, you know, you start, you yeah, kind of kept spinning, going. Yeah. And then you could tell he got very um, angered and kind of uh, started, you know, firing back. And then later on, we walked out to our, our cars together and it only, it only been a few minutes since it happened. I was like, look, man, I, I didn't mean any disrespect or I wasn't trying to criticize the way you ran this program. I, there's some tweaks I think we can make to make it better, but the way it came out was, not what I intended because I'm letting all this other stuff affect me. And he said, he said the same thing. He's like, look, he's like, I shouldn't have reacted that way either. Like, yeah. So we're, we're all guilty of it. But I think too, if we can be honest and go back, to, I mean, I'm not saying like, okay, we can just go off on people. <laughs> I just go, Oh, you know, what? I'm sorry. It was, this was affecting me because it's only going to get you so far, <laughs> but, but I think we have to realize that, that there are things that are driving our behaviors right now. There yes. are things that are driving our attitudes toward things. And we have to take that moment to look at it and go like, Oh, right. okay. And I think if you go, if someone comes to me and they're saying, Hey, look, what I said to, to you in the staff meeting yesterday, it wasn't directed at you. I know it came off like that. It's kind of like, okay, why? Well, I, I appreciate that. Thanks. You know, Thanks yeah. for letting me know. I mean, it's just, yeah, we're, we're all feeling this weight that we just want gone. Right. You know, it's, right. It, and, and I think and, that's what it is because educators, regardless if you're a, what role you have in education, we always want to have everything under control. Right. right? And that's, that's like the, I think that that's and, one of the things like as educators, when I try to explain people, like when you're a teacher, that classroom is your domain. That's your place. You have the control over that, yes. but there's so many things right now that out are, of our control that, that are fighting against us being able to control the situation. Right. And I don't want to say that people who become educators are necessarily people who are looking for that control, but I, I think there's something that calls you to it, right? There's something that yes. calls you to not having in reality as a classroom teacher, I didn't really have to deal with other adults. Right. Right. And in reality, 
I decided what happened in the 55 minutes of my classroom. It had a large amount of like influence over what that looked like. Now my kids could change it up and stuff like that, but I built that community in my classroom. And I think one of the things we're seeing this year is it's harder. I think it's taking longer to build those ties. It's taking longer to get your routines in place. It's taking longer to do these things. And I think that that's challenging. Um, You know, I was, well, work I was working with a teacher who just you know was was remote all of last year all okay. year never was on campus taught remote kids the entire year and then you know the end of the year before that right the last quarter of the year before that so yeah. this is their first year in a classroom in you know an entire school That's, year and a quarter yeah. right and so i think we build this expectation of I'm going to come in and I, I, this is how my classroom runs and this is what I'm going to do. And this is what I'm going to do. And this is what I'm going to do. But there are all these barriers and blockades are, are coming up because of what every student is dealing with and what we're dealing with as individuals right. and the mandates that we have on us. And in a normal year, maybe I could juggle all those things, but Holy crap this year that everything it's like, instead of juggling little bean bags, I'm juggling chainsaws. Right. Right. <laughs> so right. it becomes, it becomes so much more difficult. And, and um, I could, I can see having been in and out of classrooms over and over again, the sort of like the some at some point in the last handful of days, something flipped in her classroom and she's feeling way more comfortable. And we were doing rounds in, in, in classrooms. And, um, we had, a, we had one of our school board members with us and a, okay. our, our avid district director with us as we were walking classrooms. And we came into a room right before she was about to do transitions with her kids, right before kids were going to switch, um, right, right. You know, stations. Right. And she's like, Oh, we were just about to switch stations. I just, um, Oh, okay. And I'm like, just do what you do. Right. Switch, just switch stations. Don't worry about it. We're here to watch. And she goes, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And they switched stations and it went well. Her kids, she played a little song about the 50 States. Those are like, where are we going? Like traveling songs. Oh, cute. Well, all the kids figured out what station they were going to go, go to. And it was great. The kids danced. They had fun before they got to the next station. And it felt different than some of the other times I'd been in her classroom earlier in the year. And the next day she goes, Hey, I, I know it probably didn't mean that much to you, but but really when you said, just do what you're going to do, just switch. She's like, that meant so much because I yeah. just got, I was like, well, yeah, I, you don't, you're not putting on a show. You're just teaching, right? Like you're doing your thing. And I'm so glad that you did. She's like, no, I know that you're saying that, but I don't think you understand like how much it just sort of like lifted things to just let me do that. And I'm like, right. oh yeah, but I think that that's what everybody's dealing with. And I think that's just oh, a yeah. micro, I think that's just a microcosm of what, like just even transitioning, having, moving from one thing to the next, something we always do as educators right now, that can feel like a big blockade to some of the oh, teachers yeah. in your classroom, to some of the kids in your building and, and how, how we react to that what our reaction is to the other adults in our room, what the reaction is to the students in our classroom who are making decisions right now. And they're making decisions with the weight of the last year and a half of global trauma on them. We just have to like, how do we react to that? That's what we get to decide how we react to it. And so do we, does the, does the amp go to 11? Or do we not go that, do we not right. go that quick, right? How we react is really important and how personal 
we take those things is up to us in our in our right you know no one no one decides that but us you know like when this parent comes screaming at me i gotta remember it's not me they're not frustrated with me you know and it's hard sometimes but like you said how we react and how we internalize whatever is being you know thrown at us and right it's i'm not gonna lie it's difficult oh there's those days there's those days you're gonna think everything that came to you was a personal attack. And am I truly effective? Is this what I need to do? Should I start looking for another career? Like we all face those days. Right. Um, but in, in, I know it's, you know, cliche, you always hear it at workshops, you know, but I think truly going back to our why, you know, right. Like I've done, I've done a lot of, you know, self-reflection over the summer from when I went to NAESP and, um, and things like that and truly discovering my why. Yeah. And then when I wrote it down and I looked at like my childhood and how I was raised and, and how these teachers impacted my life, you know, it's, that's, I mean, it's, I'm here for the adults, but I'm really not, you know, like right. I'm here for the kids, you know, I'm here to, yeah. And in, in my role, like, yes, I need to help influence these adults. And well, you support the me. adults, you support the kids, right? right? Like, right. yeah, that, that train so. of it. No, and I, I think we've talked about it on end. And I think this is a good way to sort of, to sort of segue out. Wrap of this. Up. this is something that we talk about all the time. We're having we're this all... conversation, you and I right now, as crewmates, right. as people who, who get to reflect together. Uh, my wife is a principal and we got to have, you know, we walk the dog every night. We got to have that sort of very, and that's where, like, that's why I brought this to you is like, Hey, we should talk about this as my wife and I were talking about this idea because everyone's facing it. Right. We were talking about this idea of, of, of how we're feeling right now and how we're reacting and how people are coming to us at 11 and how do we respond to that? And we have that opportunity to have that conversation. And maybe you don't have, you know, I'm lucky enough. I have a spouse who's an educator as well, who understands what I'm saying, but there's someone in your building. There's someone in your crew. There's someone in your PLN. There's someone that you can connect with that you can have this conversation with that understands the world of education and understands what this is like. Send that Voxer message to someone go like, Hey man, I'm really, I'm really struggling with this man today. Today really got me. Have that conversation, send that message to someone, send that email, send that direct message on Twitter or whoever your group is that you can connect with, go get coffee, go talk about it. Right. Yeah, definitely. Or, I mean, you, you can't just keep it all in. No. You know, and that's, and that's where that weight comes from on us is when we, we keep, we just, we're, we're, we're sludging through this together, right? We're sludging through this and we feel that it's just us. But in reality, there's a ton of other people around you doing the same thing. And if right. we can, and if we can find some common allies in this to sort of share our burdens with and talk to them about it, maybe it doesn't weigh as heavy on us. And right. maybe we don't, maybe we don't go to 11 as fast. Right. And maybe when people go to 11 with us, we're able to understand that it's because of these things. Right. right? And what right. can I do to help those people? lift that off of them so it's punk rock classrooms podcast mike it would not be the punk rock classrooms podcast if we didn't talk about that's what right we're, what we're listening to so my man what have you been listening to what is your 
what's what what have you been spinning man i know that you got you got a you haven't been running because you 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 got hurt and i know that's like prime listening time for you but i know you hit the peloton i know you've been trying that i know you've been you know so so what are you what are you listening to man what 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 you got what's gotten you going there there's two tracks out there i've been listening to a lot the two new ones from every time i die Mm. have you checked them out yet i have not i know they just did a cover they did a cover with oh man i can't remember the other band but they did split so two minutes to late night did every time I die covered one band and the other band covered every time okay. I die. I can't remember the other band. Yeah, no, they got a, they got a new record coming out. So they, you know, yeah. you know how they do now. Like remember back in the day with singles. Now it's yeah. like they release a track here and then next week's a trick. Yeah. So they, they, they got two, two new tracks out from, uh, I think the new album's called planet shit. <laughs> it's a quality. And quality. then, uh, yeah. So that's in the, then the track with the same name is, uh, Oh man, it's killer. Like it reminded me, like, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of fell out every time I die a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, their last few records. Like I, I listened to them, but I didn't, they didn't grab me like their earlier ones. This one reminds me almost like of old every time I die. Yeah. So I'm pretty I, excited for I it. I think, I think they're going to be at furnace fest. So I might yeah. see them in, there you go. in a week. So I think okay. it depends on who's playing at the same time and who I'm going right, to see right. at those three stages. So, uh, to uh soul blind dropped an ep uh this last week three songs very neo grungy i have a soft spot in my heart this year for all these bands that are making stuff that kind of sounds like they listen to a lot of 90s grunge but also a lot of like shoegaze stuff so there's this weird combo to where it feels really it feels really stone Temple pilots but at the same time it feels very like my bloody Valentine at the same okay. time. So it's, it's, it's a really cool, it's three songs, really good stuff. That's been really good. Uh, and then uh comeback kid released a track. So I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm looking I forward like to it. an album, man. I didn't like it either, but uh, I'm going to say I liked it, but I didn't love it. So I'm hoping that the full album gives me what I'm looking right. for. Ignite drop two tracks. So like yeah, they some, did. some bands that I really, you know, some bands that, that take me back are uh, release some stuff. So I'm excited to see them. I think comeback kid uh, is at, I'm trying to, are they at furnace fest? They might be at furnace fest too. I, there's so many bands. I'm going to have to juggle. I know they're, they're on tour right now. Yeah. I know that. Um, but yeah, so, you know, good stuff all around. Uh, you know what, everybody, thank you for tuning in. You can find yes, the show thank you. Uh, at a couple different places online. You can find us on our website, punkrockclassrooms.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at punk classrooms. You can find Mike and I on both of those at Mike R. Earnshaw and at Josh R. Buckley. You can also find us over at teachbetter.com. So you can search the podcast family over at teachbetter.com and find us over there. You can find episodes and show notes on our website and at Teach Better, whatever. If you're at Teach Better, Teach Better for blogs or other stuff, you can find us there. Also, we've got blogs. We had a guest blog come out yeah, last first week. first one. First guest blog. Uh, Alec, uh, or Alex, uh, our pal, came on and, and did one for us. Uh, Valensic did, did one for us uh, as a little response to the one I did about imposter syndrome, which I was really appreciative of that. You've got one up that you just put out. Um yeah. about about the book again yep. mike's book is out go check that out you can find it on amazon the edu culture cookbook go get it i got my copy uh and my dean ordered hers yesterday i showed oh, it nice to, i showed it to her and nice. she's like oh i'm gonna order it uh so she she ordered it um so go check it out go do that uh and yeah, i then, appreciate it guys i yeah, appreciate it um and, and then if you it wait if you do get it put a picture out there on twitter instagram tag us in it and then uh, the best compliment you can give me is going to Amazon and giving a review. 
those reviews, those reviews like mean a lot. So yeah, they, they drive that stuff. So thanks so much everybody for being part of the crew. We appreciate you. Um, share the show with your friends, like, uh, like the podcast on Spotify or follow it on Spotify. However that works, give us a review on iTunes. If that's what you want to do, we appreciate all of it. Uh, you can support the show by going to the merch table on, uh, on the website, go check it out, go get something from the merch table. You can get it on a coffee mug, a magnet, a sticker, a t-shirt, a tank top, a sweatshirt, a skateboard, something you want to do, uh, you know, to show that you're part of the crew. Uh, it helps us uh, keep the podcast lights on. Um, so everybody, we appreciate you. Mike and I will see you at the at show. The show. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. We'll see you on the next episode.